Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I have just returned from being bullied at the nail salon. (laughs) Okay, tell me. I am never going back there again. (laughs) And I said that three times ago, but this time I mean it. First of all, don't they look pretty? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much the the prettiest Christmas red that I've found in LA, which is the only reason I went back this time. The first time I went there, they wouldn't let me use the bathroom. What? That was why I thought I was never going to go back the first time. The second time they were fine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that was why I went back. This time. So you thought that you must have imagined it. Well, no, no, I knew I didn't imagine it the first time, but I thought, okay, maybe it was a fluke. It was just that mean, mean man. Okay. This time I went there and I looked down. First of all, I forgot my, first of all, I had to rush out the door. Mm -hmm. Then I get there and realize I had forgotten my headphones. Oh, oh. (gasps) Very, very bad. Oh, I know. I took the bus from LA to Palm Springs with no headphones. It was awful. So I'm totally with you. Mommy has to take the bus sometimes from when she visits me because she can't drive on highways. And it's a phobia. It's not that I, it's not that it's a phobia. It is. It's a phobia. Yeah. So I didn't have headphones. So I was locked in. I mean, I used to drive on highways. (laughs) Just, I used to, I used to be a normal person. Okay. Go on, go on. So I didn't have headphones, so I was trapped there mm-hmm. to have this experience with no distraction. But perhaps it's a good thing that I was, because if I had been even not paying attention, then I Uh-oh. might have walked out there like looking like something out of Pee Wee's Playhouse, because when I looked down, all Uh-oh. of the nails were on sideways. What? Uh, <laughs> she was just, she was like, okay. And I looked at them, and they were like completely crooked. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> And it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty difficult for me to complain about something like that, especially because, you know, like, I can't do it. I'm there because if I try to paint my, my nails, I look like a toddler has done it. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I'm never going to be. And, it, and also, I don't want to sit there a second longer than I have to. I, I am not. I don't. Everybody acts like going to get your nails done is such a nice. Ex- I hate it. Yeah. I hate going to get that. It is labor. I don't. <laughs> it is such an ordeal. 
So I didn't want to get, I didn't want to add another second to that experience. Mm -hmm. But I looked down and they're like completely on sideways. And I was like, well, they, um, it kind of, and like I hold them up and I was like, you see how it kind of like, and I hold my hand flat on it like a level. And I was like, you see how it's at this? And it's like at a 45 degree angle. And she was like, <laughs> she like deeply sighs at me. And then she like tries to file it down a little picky, bit. Picky, picky. She files it in the wrong direction. Oh my and God. So to make them like, more exaggerated. Yeah. It looks like a ski slope. <laughs> so oh, that's it was, fun. <laughs> exactly. I, I sh- at that point, I should have just been like, okay, can you just draw a couple people on there? <laughs> and then, so, and then she's doing it and it's just like, and then eventually she just has to take th- three of them off and start again for those. And like <clears throat> when I went in, I had old nails she had to take off and put back on. So it's, it's, it's awful. You have to dissolve the glue and file them down. It's a huge ordeal. Okay. So it was so bad. And she was so exhausted with me and she was so mean to me. And she was like acting like I was a huge dick, but I cannot, I couldn't take a picture or do anything like that. Cause I didn't want to make it seem like I was going to like be posting it online or something. Cause I wouldn't have been all I would want to have done I wouldn't have even posted it to like the listeners or anything. I would have just wanted to show it to you so that you could see I'm not insane. Yeah. I would have shown people because it's crazy. Of course. You would have shown everyone for the rest of your life, but I, I do get it. But I wouldn't have shown, I wouldn't have said like who, well, well, I might have shown. Yeah. (laughs) Because honestly, everything they feared they were right about. Yeah. Because the thing is nobody should go get their nails done there because honestly, they're not there. They're not very nice. They might not let you pee if you have to pee and you might be wasting a, the whole lot of it was like two hundred dollars with tip. It was so expensive. Two hundred dollars. Well, with pedicure too. It's gel, gel X, and I got nails, and I got removed, and I got cuticle, and I got like the whole shebang. I got the calluses, and I got the and I got the leg, the scabs, and way I got too everything. Much. That is well, way it's too my much. Christmas. It was my Christmas one. No, no, I no. I know, but that same thing would be under a hundred here. So just well, I don't FYI. usually get the whole shebang done, and I don't. It wouldn't usually. It wouldn't be under a hundred with the with gel X and everything, but. I get Gel X for I think thirty two. Gel X extensions. Yeah the uh, yeah the dip. No, that's not the same thing. That's dip. Okay, okay whatever. Anyway, so point is, so so she she does it again, and then she goes to glue on again, and they're crooked again. Oh my god! And it was just, and I was like, I, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's still really crooked. And she takes it off, and she's irritated with me. And like then she eventually <laughs> like, and the whole process of that it adds like 40 minutes. And if she hadn't gotten it right that last time, I was gonna be like, I'm sorry. Can you just ask? I, I'm sure you don't want to do it again either. But could could you just ask somebody else maybe to just do these three nails because mm. it's just not happening, you know? <clears throat> but, but that last time she got it right, and it's fine. But like. I mean, Yelp them. you can, I don't, I'm not, I just don't want to be punitive, but the problem is I don't want somebody else to go have punitive, that experience. It's not but punitive. Look, you can just, kind of see it on my pinky. I can totally see it on your pinky. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You need to warn other people so they don't go there and get abused and robbed. <laughs> Well, it's the problem because you you're, you fear being a Karen, but the problem is I don't want people to sit there and like, I ended up having to be there like two hours. Usually I'm in and out in like 50 minutes. And like I was there, it was really expensive. It was a really long time. And she made me feel really bad. And she was not nice to me. And it was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. No, that's that's not the... um. It's not, And it was my birthday. It was my birthday nail thing I was doing for myself. I didn't tell her that, but she should have, you know, she should have been nice. You never know when it's somebody's birthday. They should always act as if it's somebody's birthday. Mm-hmm. That was what I always told people when I was managing or when I was training people and managing restaurants and stuff. I was always like, to you, this is like one of 50 tables tonight. 
Mm-hmm. To them, you have no idea if they haven't seen this person in a decade. You have mm-hmm. no idea if this person just got back from being deployed. You have no idea if this person and this person just got back together, if they're about to break up, if he's about to propose. <laughs> you have no idea their situation or if it's just a really important night or if it's just a really nice night. You just don't need to ruin it by being a dick. So be nice. Yeah. Well, anyway, at least this movie sucks. <laughs> I know. I mean, I really, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm sick to death of me complaining about these movies. You know? I know. Like, I feel I, like such an we're asshole. We're lose listeners. Oh, my God. Well, don't worry, because the thing is, is that we're about to watch a bunch of great movies next week that we know are good, and we're going to have a great time watching them. Mm-hmm. And we have great guests coming on. Mm-hmm. And because Hallmark is not releasing Christmas movies, and we were like, well, that's crazy. But at this point, I'm kind of relieved because I'm like... <laughs> At least we don't have to watch something that we have to be negative about because I'm so sick of being negative. I didn't think that that's what this was going to be. <laughs> right. I didn't think that this was like a roast. No, 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 no. It's not supposed to be a Hallmark roast. No. Well, before we get into it, let's just <laughs> let's do something nice. Let's do a theme song. Okay. Nameless best friends. I'm Paige. I'm thinking I should go by a pseudonym <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm <bad>. Belinda. <laughs> oh, well, Hi, welcome to renamed best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Belinda. <laughs> Oh my god! I yeah, I'm pretty sick of being negative. All I, <laughs> I I thought it was gonna be more. I thought that the movies would be like an uh, like a seventy thirty split. Oh, no, I didn't. I guess maybe a fifty fifty. No, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> well, here I've been thinking about this. Okay, and it's not just that they're bad movies because I mean, there's there's been a lot of those yeah. but it they're they're just somehow they're really lacking that festive feeling and i don't i i really can't put my finger on exactly why because god knows this woman wore all the red oh, and it looks red yeah and lots of wrapped gifts so it looked like i mean you wouldn't look at any scene in this movie and say are they about to go to the pool is this a beach vacation <laughs> You know, it's it was it, it was in that way. It was unmistakably Christmas, but it was it just didn't it didn't have any heart. And I was doing my, um, you know, I did a little research online just to see if anybody else hated it or loved it or what. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reddit is usually where you'll find um, the most discussion. Yes. I don't go on. I don't go on the artist formerly known as Twitter anymore. <laughs> But um, there wasn't a lot, you know, like, so obviously there just wasn't a lot of enthusiasm. But Mm -hmm. one thing I I did learn there was that um, apparently, now I can't back this up, but the the scuttlebutt there is that Hallmark is is not producing all of the movies that they're showing this year. So if you see branding all over it, if you see Hallmark Crown or anything like that, then you know it's a real Hallmark. And some of them they're just, I guess, just buying. And, um, and this, a lot of people were saying was exactly like a movie on, I think it was Lifetime 
called a gift wrapped Christmas, which might even have been by the same person. Like everybody was the the so they list just took the the script and just well, redid it or and changed the names. I mean, the list of similarities right down to wrong measurements, jacket too small, mm. uh, was in both movies. So it's oh my god, yeah, it's a little crazy. It's embarrassing. <laughs> so well, I mean, do they care? I don't know. I don't feel like they care. <laughs> <laughs> so this. So this movie is called The Secret Gift of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But did you come up with a different name? Christmas in the Red. <laughs> you really set that up so you could knock it down. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came up with six. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, tell me. Um, some of them are shitty, but I think that's great. Mm-hmm. The Presence of Mediocrity. Mm. The Gift of the Bone Dry. <laughs> From Not Me to You. Mm-hmm. What's in the box? That's a seven reference. Oh. If you get that. I don't know if you ever saw the David Fincher movie, but uh, it's Brad Pitt. It's a, it's a great it's a great thriller. Um, but Wait, you mean like when it was the head? Oh, don't spoil it. Wasn't it seven? Why are you saying spin? I said seven. Oh, okay. I, just, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. But when well, you yeah, said so box, I box. knew that. Anyway, Ew. so <laughs> I, I named it that because he doesn't fucking know what's in the box because he didn't buy any of his own presents, not even for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, from Did I already say from not me to you? Yes. Okay. And then uh, Root Balls Drag Race. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. <laughs> and the last one is The Ballad of Fiona Appleby. <laughs> oh, my God. Are they fucking with us at this I don't point, or does that- did did they would was the writer just like, well, this name sounds just right? Fiona Appleby, Bonnie so fucking Parker. Do you know who Bonnie Parker is? Yes, a Bonnie and Clyde. Yes, insane. What are they doing? I well, it's insulting though because it feels like uh, I feel a little bit like they're doing it on purpose. Like, huh, huh, these people yeah. are so stupid. They're not even going to notice. Uh-huh. Let's or see how much I can get away a, with. Or it's meant to be a joke. But that's the thing is that because like, okay, because who's the joke for? Because, okay, just for anybody who didn't see it, the music teacher's name is Fiona Appleby. Mm-hmm. I, when I, I was music watching teacher this- on top of everything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, Paige. She is the music and skating teacher. <laughs> Did you not pick that up? <laughs> she is because i was like chopping vegetables in the kitchen watching this movie so i was watching it i was watching it taking notes and chopping vegetables Mm -hmm. but i was looking down when i heard that part Mm -hmm. and then i thought that that was the daughter's name at that point and so i was really confused and i thought that she was i thought it was a joke at first that she was calling the daughter fiona apple kind of like i thought she was i thought she was making a joke about how the kid loves music yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute at first because I was hmm. like, because I love Fiona Apple. Like, I love Fiona Apple. And I was, in, at first, was a little bit like, oh, maybe this movie. No, no, wait, what? And yeah. I looked and it's like her Instagram is named this and this is the music teacher. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. And it's not even like she's like, and also they couldn't be more different. Like Fiona Apple is like just a super, super cool offbeat, like, and then this is like this twee this mulleted mom from 1968 is what (laughs) this is yeah florence henderson redo Mm -hmm, (laughs) and mm -hmm. like she's what is that 
Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But why call her that? And it's just like, did they? Pe- did the people wrote this think that we would get the reference and would think it was funny? Or did they think we wouldn't get the reference or that it would just be like Anne Hathaway and be like, that rings a bell? Like, I don't know who the joke was for. I don't know. I mean, Maybe it was just supposed to be cute and I'm a, an asshole, but I just thought it was dumb. As I've confessed before, I tried once to write a character named Sophia Lorenzo <laughs> because it sounded right to me. You know, like I, it didn't, I don't know that I, I felt like it sounded familiar at first mm-hmm. so much as it was like, oh, that flows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you want when you're, when you're coming up with names. And, uh, and then of course, it, I, oh, fuck, you know, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. And I, it, I was the only one who saw it. Thank God. Now I've told you, but, um, so, I mean, that's that's always, like, my first thought. But, I, you know, like, somewhere along the way, if, if this was an honest mistake on somebody's part, somewhere along the way, somebody else should have caught it. Well, and the thing is, and also the fact that it's never mentioned, it's like, it's like, that's what makes these movies not feel like they exist in reality. Yes. That's what makes them feel like they can't also then mention Taylor Swift, because it's like, how can you mention Taylor Swift but not acknowledge that the person's fucking name is Fiona Appleby? Yes. Like, my book that's coming out, her name is Meg Bryan, and she she adopts a stage name because that sounds too much like Meg Ryan, and it's a joke. It's like part mm-hmm. of the character's backstory mm-hmm. is that her name is too. It sounds too much like Meg Ryan, and mm-hmm. that's like part of the. It's it's acknowledged. It's like, mm-hmm. and that's like the kind of. It's funny. It's not like because it's not like it was all uh, harkening back. It's not like it's a it's a Wonderful Life retelling, and one of the kids' names was Zuzu, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and it's just, and it's a wink. Mm-hmm. It's just like. This person has shares the name of a of a criminal who died in a standoff riddled, and then yeah, riddled, riddled with, with bullet holes and then, and then Merry Christmas and then this person is shares most of a name with this <laughs> musician who like is an angsty poet like yeah. well, from the nineties but why like but 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 then she's like a twee character who like it doesn't make any sense and then like yeah. it has nothing to do with the plot and it's never acknowledged. Yep. So why? I don't know. For this conversation? I don't know. Anyway, so this movie starts off with she's a secret shopper. Oh, wait, let me tell you what, what Hallmark said. Oh, yes, okay. And she's not a secret shopper. That would have been a lot more interesting. She's a personal yeah, sorry. shopper. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, well, so no, what's the, I mean, what's the would, movie about? That would be good. Well, Hallmark says, <laughs> actually, I am starting to wonder also if Hallmark's limp descriptions <laughs> are, of, are of the ones that they didn't personally produce and care about. Bonnie is a personal shopper who helps her new widowed client, Patrick, reconnect with his young daughter. Though Bonnie and Patrick's ideas of shopping couldn't be more different, she is determined to get Patrick and his daughter everything on their wish list. It doesn't sound like the movie I watched. She's determined to get them everything she wants them to have. Oh, for one yeah. thing. <laughs> get that fucking tweed jacket or God. die. You know, it's like <laughs> die trying. Oh my god, that's like my biggest that's my biggest problem with this movie is that and, and and with a lot of these movies is that like so many of these people who have jobs like this just you can't be a personal shopper and then just be like, mm, "But what if you just have my taste instead?" It's like if this guy, if he hires you and he wants to be uh, like a fluffy or whatever those those <laughs> if he wants to hire you and he wants to dress like a furry and he wants to dress like a mascot for the <laughs> Baltimore Ravens and that's what he wants to dress like yeah. that's what you have to buy him clothes for yeah if he wants to <laughs> if he wants an all latex closet 
Oof. That's what you got to buy him, hun. You can't go buying him a tweed jacket and being like, but it would look so handsome with your little eyeballs. Like you can't just buy him whatever you want and just be like, you know, his like, <laughs> like his 1950s mother. You can't yeah. do that. And now he's the guy who owns a construction company or a heritage construction company and gave all of his construction worker employees shiny black boots for Christmas. That she thinks that they might wear on the job and then off the job, which is the most delusional. (laughs) Although they were delighted with them. Yes. I just. Which was also delusional writing. It's just so dumb. Come on, man. Well, we need to back up because when she first, and we can jump right back. We we won't go back and stay back. Because I just want to say when she, when it starts, it's like her, it has like a montage of her to start and it's like her shopping for things. And I'm sorry, but there's no nice way to say it. It's a villain intro. (laughs) <laughs> like she's she's just she's just doing a bunch of things. It's just ne- it's so bad. And it's she's like one crow short of Maleficent. I mean, she just like <laughs> she's just it doesn't seem like she it seems like she's the mean girl who our girl is going to take down in the end. It doesn't seem like I don't know. She's not like a she it, she, it seems like she's going to learn a lesson. And she does, I guess, by the end, but in a very quick montage. Yeah. But um. And yeah, so then yeah, she then so then she gets hired by this guy who I will say he looks like what people imagine when they imagine a Hallmark hunk. Yeah, like <clears throat> that's not to say that I prefer this actor because I think we all know that my heart still lies with Thomas. Okay, but, Paige Kemp. Yes, and also another sidebar I want to say as far as us saying that we are sick of being negative. I just saw, and I don't know if it's the whole month, but it seems like in February mm-hmm. they're doing Jane Austen movies. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's exciting. Yeah, that is and exciting. You guess, guess who's starring in one of them? Uh, Will Kemp. Yes. I think it's called Paging Mr. Darcy or something. I th- or did I just put my own name in it? <laughs> Why not I, both? Well, let me, just, let me see it and like, we can just know in, in real time if I completely make that up. It is. It's, it's called Paging Mr. Darcy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Keep looking. Are you in it? <laughs> oh my god, you guys, it's happening! It's all happening! It's all happening! It's all happening! That's very exciting. So anyway, I think we'll have more positive things to say then. Um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe all, all of my hopes and dreams will um crash and burn by then. But um, so, uh, but yeah, this guy is like. Tall, blonde, br- broad. He looks like the brawny guy. Yes, and- he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> with the with the you know shrubs, you know, like not quite a beard, not quite a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, and he's he's like, and so yeah, and then he's a foreman. He like owns this construction company, which ma- makes and then heritage he's, construction. Yeah, and he has, and then his his nephew works for him. Mm-hmm. And Bernard? it seems like his was that his weird name. Oh, um, actually, I do. I think it was Bernard because I think it was the same name as the guy from the Santa Claus 2 or the Santa Claus. Yes, Bernard, the elf. Anyway, so the nephew is who hires her to be his personal shopper. Yeah, without his, without his, um, he like knowledge, although he he knew because he knew what her social media looked like and stuff like that. I know. That's what I'm saying though. But, but it seems like at first that he doesn't know. But then she goes up. She goes up to meet him. She startles the living bejesus out of him. Yeah, he's, like, he's there with like a staple with power gun. Tools. Yeah. And, ob- obvi- and obviously, but also they have him singing also, really loud. he should loud. probably be more aware of himself around Exactly. Him. 
He's singing Deck the Halls. Can you Im- how how psycho do you have to be to have headphones in by yourself? I'm sorry, I love Christmas and I listen to I I ambiently listen to Christmas music while I'm like doing chores and stuff like that while I'm in and out of rooms, but to put headphones on and listen to Deck the Halls feels crazy. <laughs> And it was some generic version too, like, and he's singing real loud with it because there's they make a point about him singing that I yes. can't quite figure out. And I'm wondering, does the actor want to be a singer? Is everybody just kind or of giving he, him a little massage here because he's not a singer? Or was he like in LFO and we didn't know or something like that? Is like, oh, that would be interesting though if he was in. Yeah, but no, I don't think so. I mean, I I don't get it, but. And I, I and, I, and, and, they, and that's just make- one question I have. I mean, and I did have it. Why do we keep doing this? Why Why do we keep, why is there karaoke? Why, well, why, 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 why? I mean, I have the note here at some point that, yes, this movie is ominously building towards a Christmas karaoke scene and I could feel it. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so she goes and, and it, like, and he's just like, well, yeah, I'm going to need you to pick some stuff up and blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, and she's immediately argumentative from the very first conversation that they have about what he needs, what he needs her to get. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, okay, well off to a really bad start. And he's really dismissive and shitty about what her career is, which is Mm -hmm. off to another really bad start. And she's disappointed when he mentions his wife. He hasn't been measured since his wedding suit. Well, she's immediately disappointed. And I'm like, are you just, are you in this to try and get a man? Yeah, like, yeah. The, what, like, what are you thinking? When you first meet somebody, you don't – that's crazy. That's crazy yeah, stuff. It, 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 yeah, because then she also doesn't want to be set up by her sister and stuff. It's not, Because then I would really like it if one – it's just once in a while these women acknowledge that they're trying to meet somebody yeah. <laughs> and that they would like to meet somebody if they met the right guy. Because, like, lots of women that I know who are dating are just like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Like – yeah. Oh my god! Oh, he's dating. He's oh, he's married. Ugh, bummer. Like, why can't it just be that? Like, why couldn't she just hop on the phone with Nameless best friend and be like, "Oh my god, he's my new client is incredibly hot, but he's married." Such yeah. a bummer. Yep. Like, it could be yep. just that, and then and then it could be a because st- that actually would be less desperate than the way that they paint a lot of these women. Absolutely. Because I don't know. There's something charming about somebody who's like excited and hopeful with mm-hmm. when they meet everybody that they meet. That's cute and charming. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, that would be cute, but no. So, <laughs> but when then he, she says, so could I talk to your wife about the, the, this or that? And he goes, yeah, it's a no go on that. And I was immediately like, can't wait to find out that his wife is dead. Cause that was a pretty flippant way to put that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, oh, God. <laughs> so, and that was when we found out the child's music teacher's name is Fiona Appleby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we then don't when we play drinking games with these movies, but if we did, by the time and if, we did if next it was year's, social we media, if that was the term du jour, then we would be hammered. I know. Next next year's countdown to Christmas, we'll, we're going to have to do a drinking game because this year <laughs> I just didn't come up with one in time. Um, but then he's oh he's hired a personal shopper. Then when he runs into Fiona Appleby, <laughs> also Appleby. Like the I restaurant, know. I couldn't uh-huh. even, everything about it. Like if you're going to take my beloved Fiona Apple, don't cheapen her name by adding, you know, fucking Outback Steakhouse to the end of her name. <laughs> oh Ooh, my God. I could, I could go for Outback tonight, actually. A blue and onion would be good. But anyway, um, so he runs into Fiona Applebee's and then says, <laughs> uh, she thanks him for the present. And then he says, I got you that. If you hire a personal shopper, you can't then be surprised when people thank you for presents and be like, "Uh, wait, what?" Mm-hmm. 
No, that's crazy. <laughs> also, if you're buying presents for your daughter's music teacher, you're buying presents for too many people. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Well, she is her music and skating teacher, <laughs> as I think two I already mentioned. Two for one. Exactly. And nanny and chef. I mean, like. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And, but then, and then, yeah, she, and then, and then, yeah, that's when she's, she gets the construction workers, their work boots mm-hmm. and says, and then they can wear them out after working on the construction seat all day, which is just a crazy <laughs> fucking delusional thing. That is just, that's somebody who's never worked a day in her fucking life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just like, have you ever been on a construction site? I understand that this movie hasn't because it's mm-hmm. the cleanest place I've ever seen, but like. <laughs> It's crazy to suggest that. It's so mm-hmm. crazy to just be like, yeah, I mean, I don't, can't see there's any reason why you wouldn't be able to just wear that to, you know, like Tiffany's or wherever you do your shopping right after work. <laughs> yeah. And you just so go pick, go pick up some cheese from Erewhon right after. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just insane. But also, why is everyone opening their presents? It's like, they yeah. don't even, they, they, the, the family in this movie, the, the dad and daughter don't even have a Christmas tree. So, I assume it's September. <laughs> oh, I know. Although the daughter is begging for one. With a root ball so that she can plant it in the outside afterwards and in, in the gray a, a outdoors. concept he found absolutely foreign. Our, <laughs> our you know, down-to-earth, grounded, con- heritage construction worker. Yeah. I'd never heard of such a thing. Uh, not that I had, but you'd think he ha- he would have or wouldn't Whoa, have been what, with blown a root away. Ball? Well, oh. Yeah, I Mary and I got one of those the Christmas we had in Hyattsville. And uh, you know the problem with getting a tree with a root ball? Hmm. It's winter. You can't go out and dig a hole in the oh. ice cold ground. <laughs> that tree leaned against the house until it died. Oh, my God. With well, its that root ball. Sense. It was terrible. It's just terrible. Wow. I mean, people solved this, obviously. I don't know how. I mean, putting, do you start the dragon planning root- in September? putting the dragon RuPaul's drag race, but I, I don't know, but yeah, so she wants that. And so, yeah, but then she just continues to have this. I don't know the main character's name, which he's Patrick. She's Bonnie. Oh yeah. Bonnie. Duh. So Bonnie, you know, they never acknowledge that she has clearly has a shopping problem. And that also, I wondered, is this, well, do they fully though? I mean, I know the sister does. Because the okay. sister, the sister in the beginning acknowledges that she has a shopping problem and says, "Like you just buy things that you don't need." Oh, that's right. And they right. drop that really early, and then they acknowledge it way later. But mm-hmm. it's like they kind of, it, but actually, it's kind of dark, <laughs> kind of weird. But then, well, like when she bought herself one of the little cashmere dog sweaters too, because her client, she got one for her client. I mean, that was the other thing. She's a personal she shopper. A she doesn't have a dog. That's true. <laughs> And but she said it was so cute on his that she got it just in case. That's one of the first. But the I, I just to backtrack a little really, bit. It really, really. That, that's that. That can be a sign of some really, some really dark stuff going on. That's inside. what I'm saying. So I don't know whether they're fully acknowledging how dark this is. Yeah. But um. But I was just confused in the beginning that she kept um buying things and giving them to people and they opened it. It was like. It was like she was a personal Santa, not a personal shopper, because it's my understanding that because she, okay, if she's a personal shopper and she's bringing a wardrobe, that's one thing, but she's handing them wrapped ribboned boxes and they're opening them. Yeah. 
And then she, the guy with the sweater is like, this is really nice. I wish I had one for, and she goes, ah, ah, ah. And we pan out. <laughs> and that's when we see his tiny dog wearing a matching sweater. And then at the, you know, then the next scene, she's got the sweater too for her future tiny dog. That's exactly that size of the sweater. I guess that's how you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Guys, don't shop. But- Adopt. Yeah, but exactly. I mean, that's the thing is that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like it, that's exactly right. It doesn't, it's not, if there were somebody's personal shopper, I know that a lot of what I know about a personal shopper comes from the episode in which Richard had a personal shopper in Sex and the City. But, um, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. if you have a personal shopper, they're buying things and then, you know, and then they're not just going and handing them to them and being like, this is from so-and-so or like, Right. But like, yeah. And then, but why is everybody getting these presents just like a la carte from her? Like, you know, or like they're, they're just getting these things one at a time whenever it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And then, and then she just continues to have no boundaries because Mm -hmm. again, if he, if he is, if he's, if he's hired her to get presents for people, First of all, she's probably just going to be getting things that are generally pretty generic for like for these people. Like, okay, it's a gift for a woman that's based on these things. So she's going to be he would either be saying this is the kind of thing that I usually get for her. I usually get scarves, this, this, that, candles, Uh whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, she's doing research, like looking at this person's Instagram or getting to know them via whatever. Social media. Yes. Through social media. Yeah. That was in all caps in my notes every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then we get to that a little bit later. But yeah, she just has no boundaries and she keeps trying to just completely change whatever he says he wants. He's like, I want to do this. And she's just like, "Ah, what if you don't? And it's like (laughs) the only person that would have ever been appropriate for is the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas girl. Like, (laughs) it's like this guy can ask for what he wants. But like, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Meet Bonnie Parker. Well, you don't want a hippopotamus for Christmas. You want a tweed jacket, little girl. uh Uh-huh. Or your two front teeth, which was also unrealistic. Yeah. You're going to have to wait on that, too. Yep. Um, and then Not as long as you're going to have to wait for the hippopotamus. No, no, no. Which is to say forever. But yeah, point taken. But then she's getting to know the little girl. Also, you and I were really never going to like this movie. It's way too little kid focused. But so they're starting to connect and they both connect on the fact that <laughs> this was really weird. Both of their moms died three years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not both of their moms died. Both of their moms died three years ago. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that didn't get resolved in some way means that in my head, both of them crashed into each other on a ski slope somewhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> each so of them weird. happened to be in an accident where it was foggy and they were looking out the window of yeah. their car <laughs> and smashed into somebody else's head. Which actually happened somewhere, according to Bill Bryson's yes. news of the bazaar. Yeah. I just uh, so weird that it, why is it both three years and then it's just like the coincidence isn't isn't acknowledged just why why three years? Yep. Why? I mean, oh, it, like is it supposed to be COVID? Cause that Oh. Oh. That's dark. That's dark. <laughs> it timing's right though. That's still, that's weird and dark and not say it. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't don't like like that either. But I don't know. That's just, that's a weird thing. And I I don't, I don't see why it didn't, it didn't need to be necessary. This woman's an adult woman. If her mom passed away, like it just didn't, it doesn't seem to be necessary. And you know what also didn't seem to be necessary to me? Nobody Mm. needed to fucking be dead. I understand that 
she could be like that that the, that he needed to be a widower for the sake of the story in their opinion I, not not for me he could just be single he mm-hmm. could just be more have more custody of the child whatever mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. just ask ember but mm-hmm. i mean i just i've said it a thousand times but like it's just it's the the the, the importance of the dead parent in these plots is so diluted by making everybody dead. At the end, when we do the besties, I'm going to count my notes how many times I wrote dead parent. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's probably like 40 dead parents. And it's just it's so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, And it's really dep- – that's that's ultimately – on, on a very serious note here, I, I find that to be – that works on me on a, on a low level every time. Even though, of course, it's – I mean, we kind of laugh at it too because it's like, oh, come on, again – but mm-hmm. it's it's like it is a very depressing idea that if you're in your early 30s, of course, one of your parents at least is gone. That's it's you know, so because, assume that. Yeah, because, you know, presumably. Well, I mean, there is there. I think a lot of people have their first children in their, say, their late 20s. Mm-hmm. So if you're 30, then, you know, then your parents are going to be late 50s. And that's that really shouldn't be the age where you're just assuming, well. It's about time to go now. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's just not true. And everybody in these movies is, yeah, it's just, these people are basically have the the life expectancy in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe is like Mm -hmm. 28. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The average life expectancy is insane. It is. It's (laughs) medieval. It is. It's very, very sad. And I don't like it because it's not adding to anything. There's no reason. I, I don't. There's has very I, I can't think of any at all right now. But if if it has happened, it's got to be rare that that it's important that one of these you know parent parents is is alone. You know, like mm-hmm. has there been a movie where they end up where the parent is in a romance too? Probably so. That could probably be fun. But generally speaking, no. There were two movies where I had said, and I remember that one of them was um, Magic and Mistletoe. And in that movie, I had said that I had mentioned it in another one, but I couldn't remember. And I still can't remember what the other one was that I had said it was important. But I had said that it made sense that their parent was gone and that I had wished that the other parents hadn't been in all the other movies because it it was really, it was impactful for that story, but Mm -hmm. that the story, maybe somebody will remember, but... um, yeah, it's just like there have been two stories out of It could have been 30. that soccer one. No, uh, it wasn't. It specifically okay. wasn't that one. Okay. Because that one, I thought that, that he, it just could have been the parents that came. Right. But, um, right. Uh, it, it was, it, there have been two stories specifically, and that's it. And I remember that it was only two where it made sense that there were parents who were alone, or <laughs> there were specifically only two stories where it made sense that the, the the person we were spending time with was impacted by the death of a parent and that that, that had an impact on the choices that they made. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Yeah. And the rest of them, it is completely just to make them more tragic and more, or maybe to make them seem nicer or to or make something. them seem something. It doesn't even add what it adds to Cinderella, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like, I mean, obviously, everybody has said, long said that's that is a the, the wicked stepmother mm-hmm. is the you know tenant of Disney stories, but yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it, and I find it to make me feel sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, partly because I I am the eight. I mean, you know, my daughter, as you know, is thirty four, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and, 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 and to do, be so dismissive of the parent characters and stuff is just so like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you don't count anymore. Well, and we both do have a dead parent and mm-hmm. we do end up bringing it up a lot on this show because of this fucking shit. And you know what? I don't bring up my dead parent that much, but we do on this show because mm-hmm. they're making me think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not that festive. And right. you know what? I'm not in denial about it either. I can mm-hmm. bring it up whenever I feel like it and I feel fine about bringing it up, but maybe I wouldn't have brought it up 30 times in the last month mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. least if I, you know, in other it words, it's not always a terrible hotspot that puts you into a bad mood for three days. However, you also don't need to be, you know, sort of have a constant hum of reminder of it. No, it's just like, I don't know who these are for. I don't know yeah. why they think mm-hmm. that this is important. It's not, I tell you, I can tell you from my professional opinion, it's not serving the plot. And I can tell you from my personal opinion and as someone who has lost a parent, it's not nice for me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and if I did hadn't lost a parent, I wouldn't be like, oh, that is a nice idea that to remind me that my parents might die. Like, yeah. so, and if I was in my 50s, I wouldn't be just like, that's a nice reminder. I might croak, but watch out for falling pianos. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, no, yeah. it's for nobody. It's mm-hmm. bad fucking writing mm-hmm. that means nothing to anyone. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just what it is. It's lazy. It's lazy, 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 shitty, bad writing that's just trying to make sympathetic characters out of empty ones that's mm-hmm. it it's cardboard mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. bullshit anyway back to fiona appleby Holy yeah so shit. <laughs> so uh so bonnie and clyde get her tickets to an event for christmas <laughs> that she declares as beyonce on ice which sounds weird <laughs> what is that? it's george clooney on cake you know like what does this even mean these words don't go together Oh um, my god! Oh, but wait, there was a whole um, there was a whole monologue there with the kid because it be- comes back up later about social media. She's like, mm. she's like, wait, how did you get so many followers on social media? Oh, yeah. And she's like, mm, you know, none of that's real, right, honey? Which I actually <laughs> thought was a weird message as somebody who spends time on social media and who puts a version of me out there. I don't know. I don't think that what I put out there is fake. I mean, I'm putting out there, I'm putting jokes out there and putting out like. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. I'm not. It's, I'm. It's kind of a character because it's literally a character because I'm like mm-hmm. putting out little skits. But I'm well, not. I like, think the aim is and should be now to be relatable. And yeah, I think people are being pretty authentic. So I don't. I don't know. I thought that. I just. Well, they that showed was- her going through her grid of what looks like, but was not called Instagram, and it was just a bunch <laughs> of fucking pictures of her mug. I don't understand people who just post over and over again pictures of their stupid face. <laughs> Why was she trending? That's how they they found her. And she was trending because she has so many followers. And I just don't think anybody has so many followers who are following them just to see their face. Yeah. So why wasn't it that, well, she had some kind of, I don't know, the home edit, you know, like she did some, yeah, some interesting organizational who- idea or shopping idea <laughs> or whatever and made it onto the Today Show. So then she yeah. was a get. Why is it just, oh, yeah, I saw you on social media, which is the <laughs> then- newest game so- console of today. Right. I wish that sh- wish that she was just like, you know, I, I, I work really hard to make sure that I put out I, that I try to be myself when I'm on when I'm on social media, because it's it's really it's really easy to get caught up in, in you know, and in, in doing, you know, and I don't know. I thought that there was a worthier message than just like, you know, that if you're on the Internet, you're full of shit. 
Yeah, you know, she could have just said, well, don't forget, everybody has real life and real problems, and they don't tend to put the worst moments online. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at somebody's, you know, social media, you're tending to look at the best moments. Don't don't make that, uh, don't let that make you feel bad in your worst moments. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I don't know, because I think that like, first of all, everybody knows that, you know, there's like the Instagram versus reality mm-hmm. concept. Everybody's heard that. Everybody knows that. Maybe this 10-year-old didn't know that or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's worthy to say. But I thought that it was kind of just like, there's a worthier way to put it than just being like, oh, I'm I'm a complete falsehood and I'm doing it and knowingly. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I thought that that wasn't a really good role model moment. So And yet it was, I believe, just about one of the only scenes they had that was supposed to be communicating that the daughter was really connecting to her. Mm-hmm. Apart from the daughter just glomming onto her automatically and immediately. And I want to sit next to you. Can you come to dinner with us? Uh, like that yeah. shit that we see a lot, you know, and then there mm-hmm. was, you know, the daughter said, can you go with us to get a tree? You know, cause they did establish when he hired her, when his nephew hired her, it's awfully close to Christmas, which mm-hmm. means it's awfully close to Christmas and he hasn't bothered to get a tree for his daughter who is begging for one and who is nine years old. Yeah. And at one point he says, I don't know whether we're there. Really, honestly, I don't know whether it matters where we are because this movie didn't really have a plot so much as a bunch of scenes strung together. Yeah, definitely. And there was a scene where the daughter is begging to get a Christmas tree. I think when they're talking about the, she wants the one with the, um, you know, a live tree. Root ball. Root ball. And she says, um, she says, he says, well, we'll do it soon, but I can't right now. And then he's just sitting there on his phone. I know. Oh, my God. And he's such a hypocrite about the phone thing. And, like, she does call him out for that. And she says, like, for somebody mm-hmm. who tells me not to be on my phone, you sure are on your phone a lot, which I did appreciate. Which is true. It's one point that's made, but at the at the expense of making him look like a really shitty father. He's, yeah, he's like really shitty to to Bonnie and he's shitty to his kid. He's not like a cool dude. He's Mm kind of just a loser. So uh, I didn't like that. But you know who was pretty great? Uh, And I don't think the movie thought so, but I thought he was hilarious. The dude she was set up on a date with. Ryan. (laughs) I loved him. Oh, my God. He was so self-aware even as he couldn't shut up. I totally related to him. I know. He was so funny. Yeah. So she, and like, yet, though, his her sister was his divorce lawyer to whom he says he paid a fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is her divorce lawyer setting up her client with somebody? You know, like, oh, it's that's super inappropriate. So weird. Super inappropriate. And, and like, and with her own sister. Yeah. Insane. But her, so she says, um, so yeah, her, basically Bonnie's sister is like, Oh yeah, I'm sent- I'm setting you up with somebody, and she's like, "Oh, a new client." She's like, mm, "Suspicious, yeah." And uh-huh. she's like, "Okay, I'm dumb, sure." And mm-hmm. so then she comes to her home, which is a crazy place to set someone up on a blind date. Her mm-hmm. own home, mm-hmm. and well, her the sister's home. Uh, Bonnie's at her sister's house, and I think she lives there. I think they live together. Yes, I thought so too. Not sure, but okay. So it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna skate right past that. Yeah. Um, and then so she but the, yeah, but then he's just got a total verbal avalanche and he can't stop. He's just like, 
I don't know. I, I took a video for for the uh, for the uh, Instagram. If uh-huh. you're not going to watch the movie, but it is hilarious. He just kind of can't can't shut up about about how bad his divorce is going and how, how bad everything is in his life. <laughs> it's really funny, and she just he completely steals the show. I thought it was like it was like she. He, I don't know. I thought it was very funny. She seemed completely charmless in comparison. I thought I thought he seemed. I would if I was set up on that day. He was not like you know. Yeah, he wasn't like the Hallmark handsome hunk, but uh-huh. like out of the two of them, who would I rather sit there and have a bottle of wine with? This this guy. <laughs> he's well, you know, way he was, funnier. Yeah, absolutely. And he's probably even funnier as he drinks more. But mm-hmm. you know what was ironic about that? It was that she didn't have any awareness of the parallel, and nor did the writer, I don't think. Because this is the same woman that calls up Patrick and bores him half to death with her talk of thinking that she was a summer, but she was a spring all along. Oh like, my god, I know. So she's doing the same thing exactly. So Borelai Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. So, and then at some point they're doing the boring meander around the town square or whatever, and she's describing. No, they're the- at the Christmas trees, right? Oh, is it the because Christmas? She's okay. still talking about his fucking wardrobe. Yeah, and she's but she's describing her tradition about how she would go to this crab shack and <laughs> how the weather was always perfect every year, which is just I know that this is getting a little like nerdy. I'm like, I mean, sorry, but the weather can't always be perfect. But like, it was, all, it was just so stupid. It was a stupid thing to say. Well, she would also get clam chowder. So generally speaking, in places where there are crab shacks in clam chowder, it's going to be New England. And that's not generally in winter perfect weather. Yeah, it just like I mean, it is. It's perfectly perfect. cozy, but yeah, I, don't know, I mean, for know. her to I don't know the way that she described it because she, she said she she elaborated to say, you know, where it wasn't too this and it wasn't too that, where she was like she was describing specific weather. Yeah. Anyway, idiot. <laughs> I suppose we should touch on her dad one more time because I have a note here where the biggest phone with the biggest font ever and. This is oh me talking. Yeah. Dad is calling. <laughs> and she's snappish and angry at him. Oh, my God. I have, this is my next note, too. Yeah. Ignored his email. She doesn't want to be in his wedding. I'm thinking, it's been three years. Uh, let people live. You know? like Yeah. his dad. Her dad has moved on and is with another woman. And then he's, he's like, a, hey. He hey, is, hey. As, as, all the, as the parents always are, by the way, superimposed against a scene with palm trees. Yes. And because parents living parents in these movies are always out living their best lives. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and he's like, Hey there, pumpkin guts. Did you get my, <laughs> did you get my, did you get my email? And then he's, she's like, uh, sorry, dad. I've been busy being a total d- disappointment of a child. I, sorry, I hate you a little bit. And then mm-hmm. he's just like, well, I was really hoping that you would consider being in my wedding, you know, like, and then she's just like a, a complete, 13 year old about it she's Absolutely. such a brat i yeah. couldn't believe it is so incredibly immature unless mm-hmm. this unless this new wife is absolutely is actually like from the depths of hell herself uh-huh. like there yeah. is no excuse there I is absolutely that was no sad excuse. too because that also would be a cause for celebration you know and that could have added to the festive feeling of the movie but instead it was just more like Okay, this woman is sublimating a whole lot of stuff. She's shopping all the time. She is buying tiny dog clothes. Does she want a kid? Does she want a life? What does she want? They go shopping again, you know, in in the next of the, you know, popcorn scenes that are strung together in this movie. (laughs) They're shopping at Marco again, the, the, the shop owner Marco. 
And she's not happy with Patrick's choices. No. And then suddenly they're all, she, Patrick, and his daughter are trying on matching Christmas sweaters. So weird. So weird. So inappropriate. It's so weird. I mean, and then it's just, and then like in the side plot, they're really setting up poor foolish Fiona Appleby to knock her down like a row of dominoes. I was really hoping that at the end that they would throw her a bone because the whole time she's misunderstanding what dumb brawny boy is like sending her direction because well because he's agreeing to everything that she suggests well she has initially misunderstood the extremely generous gift that the extremely bad gift buyer has bought her because it seemed really overly generous one thing that a personal shopper especially one who is trending and who's super good at her job would likely know is what is an appropriate gift given the capacity of a relationship yes and what is not and yeah. giving a disproportionately large gift to a, between a man and a woman uh would maybe indicate stronger feelings and maybe giving something that seemed very personal or you know like you know don't give like a locket or give really like right <laughs> really big important well i got you know, your music teacher a to- ring yeah, exactly. Or like tickets to go to something, you know, that's really important to her. And that's what she got her. You know, she interpreted that as being like a really big, generous gift. Um, mm-hmm. And so then she has taken this to mean that he was into her. And then he she therefore called him at some point during this movie and was like, hey, so I was thinking maybe after Fiona's rehearsal tomorrow, we could go do this thing. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, sounds good, because I am not 40 and able to read sim- signals from women and uh, and so yeah. she has just been and th- so he does and like she she doesn't get that they're not that he's not into her because why would she because <laughs> not her fault and so yeah she is i she's being completely led on by him and he's like and it's not like they're not done in an elegant way where he's just like you know completely like we're <laughs> it's not even done in a comedy elegant way where it's just like they're cutting out like the phone service is cutting out when it's this has yeah, happening and or yeah, yeah. he's he's like understanding this and she's saying this and you can completely understand how two people could understand that sentence the wrong way or something mm-hmm. like that um anyway that's stupid and then um, but wait in that scene i just have to add that he finally agrees to the jacket he finally agrees to get a jacket so she runs to the rack and grabs one at the end the very end mm-hmm. one that is, I believe, from my grandfather's 1979 closet. <laughs> Horrible. I never Horrible. feel like, <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's like, I don't know, sports jackets are really tough because I always feel like they look outdated. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I, unless it's plain, you know, unless it's a plain color. But I just don't understand have any kind hell of- bent. What, it yeah, what was she trying? She was trying to make him into a Ralph Lauren ad or something. How about tweed? Perhaps with some, you know, suede on the elbows. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd get you a pipe. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> well, it's like your whether whether it's to your personal taste or whether it's in right now or whether it's not and wherever you are in the world listening, because I think that like in L.A. there's a lot of like I think that people are wearing tweed jackets. And I don't know if somebody here is listening from New South Wales, maybe it, like who knows? But regardless of whether it is or isn't, he didn't want to wear it. Right. <laughs> and that should have been enough because yeah. he didn't want to. Yeah. And like this care, and I hate this, like, <clears throat> this is one of my least favorite character things that people do in these kinds of things too, where it's like when there's a character who doesn't want to change because he's afraid of change. And then there's the person who wants, who who does want change and whatever. And like, 
it's done really, really well in a lot of old things. Uh-huh. But even those can be tough because at this point, I think we look back on a lot of those as like Manic Pixie Dream Girl characters who come mm-hmm. in and like shake things up for the stodgy character. Uh-huh. And even we don't even like seeing that really anymore. So like kind of these these tropes are difficult to pull off even, yeah. even in those old like <laughs> sorry, Garden State. But you know what I mean? Like you can't really do that. And like right. so I don't know. It's tough. Like the person who needs to shake up their routine Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a little tough to pull off under the best of circumstances, and this mm-hmm. isn't the best of circumstances. So, no, but um, you know what? So the thing was, and I really, I think I nailed it for myself here. What it was that was bothering me so much about her, which was basically everything, but <laughs> I was really getting dad's girlfriend in the parent trap. Oh my god, totally, right? Veronica, exactly. or is that her name? Doesn't matter. I mean, like, yeah, I should probably have the same name in both versions, but yeah, just the uh, just the the woman who is patently wrong for him mm-hmm. and trying to make him into her vision. Yes. it's the it's the new wife and my favorite wife, or whatever. Nile- the Niles is Niles is a plastic surgeon girlfriend. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a right around here when he almost kisses her, and then she's an absolute spaz. <laughs> oh. You have cookie crumbs in your beard. Oh my gosh. And then he's so like, What weird. do I? And she's like, Slams the door. What was that? And she, he's just left in a quiet room, which is <laughs> contemplating his choices. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she gives him a present for his daughter, and he's like, Anything I should know? And then she gives like a cryptic answer. And that's not what you should do. She should be like, oh, it's a necklace. <laughs> it's like you shouldn't be like really weird about it. You should. Yeah. Know, he should know exactly what the hell you're gi- he's giving. <sighs> and so this is like at the the. Well, and apparently it's a necklace exactly like hers, which is a really weird thing to give. So I have a lot of questions, but this is at the um his construction worker Christmas party mm-hmm. and here's the Christmas karaoke that was promised the entire time. <sighs> his nephew gets on stage and is like, I know my uncle doesn't want to do it, but I'm not only going to do it against his consent, but I'm going to make him go first. And she gets, and then he gets up and then he invites Bonnie on stage and Bonnie being, wow. Oh yeah. She was real bad. I was delighted. <laughs> I was too, just because that was I real. Believe it. It was. I filmed it. I, it. I mean. I. It. It. I was pretty speechless. Honestly, it was like it was. She. I mean. <laughs> still am. Yeah, you still are. <laughs> they like. They, I mean, the actress was clearly really self conscious. She couldn't stop laughing, which was very funny. Like she kind. She like, but she couldn't even like. Uh, couldn't even sing the words on time. She was kind of like, she couldn't do it at all. Right. It was very, very crazy. I mean, it was, can I just play the sound of it? Oh, please. It was crazy. I mean, you know, probably not, but go ahead. Jingle bells, 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 jingle
that was, I mean, I'll tell you right now, best part of the movie for me. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That. <laughs> well, and you know, this is when uh, Fiona Appleby, mm. who I think you just have to say first and last name like Charlie Brown, yep. Fiona Appleby is is seeing her in, right? The daughter has said, dad's doing an awful lot with his personal shopper. And she, oh, is he? Yeah. So and then she goes she, evil instead of just like being like she's yeah. like been led on and her feelings are probably hurt, which makes perfect sense. And they, but then she goes in. Then Fiona Appleby gets on stage <laughs> and she's like, I, I've heard that mm-hmm. I've heard that um, what's his name? I've heard that Patrick knows the, the perfect harmony for Silent Night. And then she gets up and then she's Silent Night, night. And then he <laughs> harmonizes with that. He's like, oh, well, I guess I have no choice in the matter so then he sings that and it's just like really really weird and if i worked for this construction company i would be living for these moments where my boss <laughs> got up and sang with two different women and those were the women he sang with i would be yeah. like texting everybody i mean I was just the group chat would be <laughs> wildin it would be <laughs> crazy so it was insane and i was and thinking that bonnie, watching yeah bonnie sees thinking, this and goes nuts but i was thinking that that fiona I was thinking that at least watching how bad Bonnie's singing was would at least be soothing to poor Fiona Appleby because it was so bad. But, but then, but then there's like, then there's like Fiona Appleby and Bonnie (laughs) speak. And I mean, it's really tense because both of them are like, Oh, we want the same man kind of conversation Mm -hmm. happened because like, and they kind of, and then she, she says like, Oh, I gave away the tickets that he got for me. Oh, did you have something to do with getting those tickets? Oh, they were so generous. I gave them away. And then she's like, you gave them away. And for Mm -hmm. some reason, that's really upsetting to Bonnie, which I don't understand because it's like it's her present. She can do whatever the hell she wants with it. She gave them away to like a family in need, which is really nice of her. And I think that finding out that this woman is like a good person was really upsetting to her for some reason. And then uh, but like, I don't understand what capacity she thinks that this person is in. Or that she is in because she's not being professional. That's really none of her fucking business. No, what and, happens because, because with the, this stuff? No, I don't. Neither of them are being professional because if Fiona Appleby is realizing that she has misunderstood <laughs> the relationship that she has with Patrick, then she should shut the fuck up and go hide somewhere. And if, uh, and if, <laughs> some the names are so dumb. And if 
Bonnie, Bonnie should, she's a personal shopper who's not meant to be sharing that she has done this personal shopping and he doesn't want that public, which he shouldn't. Yep. It's, she needs to be like NDA, be quiet. You're not supposed she to be needs going to be out here being like, oh, I got that present for you. How do you like it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, that is not how she speaks in this movie, but it's how I remember But it her. is how, yeah, it is. It's the vibe. Yeah. So, and then, she, like, they, the, she leaves, she storms off into the night, and then he shows up at her house, and then they're like, or like, I don't know, they're having some fight, and then she says, you have an amazing daughter, you should spend more time with her, and get her off social media, yep. which is so rude, and none of her business, and then uh, there's a montage in which this adult woman learns that giving is nice, yeah. she gets rid As of- she's giving, yeah, like a KitchenAid- a yeah. tiny dog sweater. $500 KitchenAid, a cashmere dog sweater that she definitely never needed. The, these things that she buys, it's, it really, they're demonstrating a real sickness here that they don't dive into. She go to therapy. Yeah. That's what she needs to do. She doesn't need to just give away all this stuff because now that's that's just like the, the giving away. That's another high, Yeah. by the way. <laughs> like giving away and getting like the adrenaline rush of like the, like the endorphins of having given away things. That's another yeah. high. And then her sister sits on the chair of the armrest, puts her arms around her, and says, no more voids. <laughs> it's just that easy. It is. And then that's when um, the dad sits down with the daughter. And yeah, I thought it was there was something so weird about him not even picking out his own daughter's present. So then yep. she opens the present. And then she says, it's just like Bonnie's. And he yep. goes, and then he fu- picks up the necklace that is and says i found this in the snow and she goes it must be bonnie's so <laughs> a broken necklace yeah so therefore first of all the little girl would have probably known anyway because she's sharp would have probably already known dad wasn't buying her own present yeah which is shitty and a kid sh- is she only getting one present lucky kid yeah like what well, she's getting one <laughs> present and it's a necklace what a happy nine-year-old i'm sure she didn't want like <laughs> I'm sure she didn't want any stuffed animals or clothes or, you know, fun little shoes or like any toys or anything like that. But just one gold necklace, please. That looks like yeah. a the one that a 30 year old woman wears. But um, and then the fact that like it looks just like hers and then like and the fact that he didn't know and he was surprised like he opens it and then he's just like, oh, wait, then now that I've seen that with my eyes, it makes sense what this is means yeah. he's never even seen it before that moment. And the it's just so unheartwarming that yes. this hasn't been like it's the, heart chilling it's our it's a heart icy <laughs> so it's just it's so shitty and then like and then they he goes over to her the to, the to her house and then the sister takes her out for christmas eve dessert <laughs> and then he takes her to cl- for clam chowder yep and then they say let's have a she says let's have a new tradition and then he kisses her on the mouth and then the movie's over wait it ends with him inviting her to put on the sweater that matches his. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then, so, yeah. I mean, it's you I were right to there. I you in my own image. <laughs> yes. Now, how about we go back and have dinner with your sister and my daughter, who are apparently together? I don't know. I just, <laughs> but I think so. It was, like, really confusing. <laughs> and, and even when they went ice skating... The three of them Ugh. with the, you know, with the daughter, he says, do you want some hot chocolate? And he's got a thermos of hot chocolate with two cups. Oh, my God. No, yeah. honey, you can't. This is this hot chocolate just for the grownups. What yeah. is that? You know, this is just nutty. And it didn't. It's insane. It didn't have to be. So, okay. Um, how would you fix it? 
Um, I feel like I would have just had it be one of those movies where he's an executive who doesn't have time and stuff. And I feel like she, I just would have made her very, very charming. I would have had her be one of the, um, you know, who would have been good as her would have been the girl from Magic and Mistletoe. She was, I thought she was great. And she was really like almost the same role, almost the same character. Um, But kind of combining those two movies almost well, like she wasn't manic she was so stylish mm-hmm. and pretty yeah and she was bringing of course that was a, a she was supposed to be a social media influencer so it's not just the actress it's the um the character the characterization would have yeah that's i think your, i kind of could have blended i think i could have blended kind of those two movies a little bit in a way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. maybe make him feel famous for something else not maybe an executive but like make him like rich and have no time for being something a little bit more interesting than an executive like it usually is you know maybe he's not a businessman because we're sort of sick of those people a little Mm -hmm. bit just as a culture Mm -hmm. but maybe yeah make him like make him it would have been like yeah like make him make him a movie star or make him something make him make him rich and handsome and famous and whatever or make him you know, somebody who you don't usually get access to mm-hmm. and then make her really charming and fun and make her um, a personal shopper. Or And I would probably give her more of a humble standpoint. I don't think she needs to be a social media influencer who is supposedly coming from a perspective of having influence uh, like, oh, I'm trending and I'm this and that. She could just be trying to get this career off the ground. Like it yeah. really matters that I that this that this works out. This could really make my career. He's Brad Pitt, you know. It's that mm-hmm. it's if I get this, if I can like this is going to make my resume. You know, I can say I did this, and it's like then the stakes are way higher. Mm-hmm. And then she can be trying, you know, getting to know the this little girl too. And then it can be like how it's the how do you what do you the 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 the, the conceit and then the story and the title even it's like. For the man who has everything, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of that the story is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think that it would just be, um, you know, maybe it's about kind of combining the two worlds of like, she's coming from a place of having very little and he has kind of everything and he has mm-hmm. a lot. And then um, not not she like tiny Tim, but she has like a she has a small, small, more humble Christmas. And then maybe ultimately it kind of has pieces of a Christmas carol of like, maybe ultimately he ends up spending time with her and her mm-hmm. people and her sort of smaller world. And mm-hmm. he appreciates Christmas through her eyes, you know? Yeah. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. What about I like you? that. Um, I mean, I'm, I would say I'm coming from about the same place you are as far as like, when you say, how would you fix this? This is not fixable. So I don't know. In the spirit of trying to answer the question, if we were going to do a movie about a um, a personal shopper, which is, a, I mean, a job I would love to have, mm-hmm. why not do something magical with it? Why not if, she, you know, maybe she's psychic but doesn't want to set up a, you know, tarot card stand. But maybe mm-hmm. she just has this strange ability to get the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that yeah, the recipient exactly. has wanted always. But and have it be strange and magical and wonderful because that could be inexplicable. It it doesn't have to be magic if it's she has a gift for giving gifts. A gift for giving gifts. So it it is like oh my god, how did you know I wanted this? You know this antique hand mirror. My grandmother had one just like it. You know, gift of Christmas presents. You're spelling that with a C E, aren't you? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that, that – so I think we could have taken a nugget of this idea. And I agree. You know, he's a construction worker. This guy's – this guy would probably have a secretary and otherwise just use Bernard and say, okay, just, uh, you know, Harry and David's, everybody, the same thing. Yeah, and just I don't think probably don't to, get 50 presents for everybody. Just, like, I don't understand. Like – His daughter gets one. His daughter gets one <laughs> – yeah, he's yeah, stingy necklace. with her. Yeah, he's stingy with her. But like, I don't know. For Somehow the, for she's the crew, got everybody's just, shoe size, and everybody's thrilled with their boots. If he wants to get everybody, look. I mean, the the truth is, what you get for all those guys is you get them. You know, if you want to get them, certificate. Yeah, you get them a hundred and fifty dollar gift card to Carhartt. Yep. So that's what you get them, and then they get themselves whatever they actually need. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that didn't. If that was supposed to make us think, wow, she's really good at her job. It didn't, but I, you no, know, I thought I really she was feel, obstinate. <laughs> I feel stupid even talking about this though, because I feel like I feel like they thought they were putting one over on us because we're so stupid. We'll watch anything, <laughs> and so sitting here and talking about like what was good or bad about it. Just in this case, I just feel I, f- I really feel like I don't know. I genuinely this one really insulted me <laughs> for some reason because yeah. it was just not trying at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wonder how the actors felt about it. Yeah. I, I can't imagine anybody's like, oh, I'm really proud of this one. I don't know. You know? Well, what was your favorite part of it? I already told you my favorite part was listening to her sing. Yeah. My favorite part of it was I actually did like all the red. Um, I mm-hmm. liked I liked her s- style, although it was her style that, that was so not down to earth that it reminded me of the, uh, of the spoiled girlfriend in the parent trap. But... I like the red lipstick and the dark hair and the mm-hmm. red clothes and the shiny, um, you know, glossy papered packages and stuff. I did, so I thought visually it did a few things right. Somehow I still didn't feel festive. I didn't. It didn't really feel super seasonal to me. But um, but I but I liked those elements. It's funny because uh, Richie's cousin's wife, who Lauren, who I've told you about, she's hilarious and I love her, and she is somebody who is like. She's super into mid-century modern, mm-hmm. uh, all that. And she like she's like renovating her own house. So she texted me last night and she said, <laughs> and she said, watching Hallmark movies at my parents' house because of you. <laughs> and she sent me a picture from this movie. And I was like, oh my God, this one's insane. Oh. I just watched that one earlier. And she said, this, the way this man's daughter is scripted to speak is insane. <laughs> oh my God. Here's, the, here's your necklace. That's the one I got for her child. I found it in the snow. Oh my God, it's mine. <laughs> As she if you would not immediately recognize your lost pendant. Also, why <laughs> exactly. is he? She said, "Also, why is he a contractor sending all of his clients? Guess he is perfectly c- clean twenty four seven and just leaves the wainscoting up while half the plaster of the wall is missing." Hello. <laughs> also, the scene where Bonnie Parker, because they had to use her whole name every time she was mentioned, calls him up and is asking about colors and shades of blue was so cringe. And uh, oh, it's that's right. right. If he isn't busy, who does he be sending all those clients gifts to? <laughs> that's right. Though I forgot about that navy blue. Yeah, cerulean or whatever she says, phthalo blue. Yeah, exactly. And just like, are you sure you don't want to wear red? (laughs) No, dude, blue. (laughs) Yeah, the necklace part killed me though because he takes it out and she's like, "Oh, that's whatever the daughter's name was," and and he goes, "No, this is this was I found this in the snow." She goes, "I thought I'd never see it again." I'm like, "Is it special or is it?" It's like, is it a slinky right out of the box? And you're like, oh, no, that's Heather's. Oh, wait, that's mine? Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
crazy. So it's Insane. stupid, and I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. I know. Oh, my God. Well, I'm really excited for all the movies that we're going to... This is the this is one, this is is one. the third to last movie of Countdown to Christmas 2023. Mm-hmm. I hope tonight's is better. What's tonight's? Let's see. Sealed with a list. Oh, my God. I don't have high, hope for, high hopes for this one, but I will say... The, the last two that I didn't have high hopes for were Santa mm-hmm. Summit and Round and Round, round and Round, mm-hmm. because one of them looked like it was going to be a bunch of underage children on a <laughs> pub crawl in an ice cold atmosphere. And it was my favorite movie until I saw Round and Round, which I thought mm-hmm. was going to be boring because it was Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. And they were both excellent. And mm-hmm. this one is like a, she wants to wrap up all her New Year's resolutions by New Year's. Which that is, has potential. It does, except I'm confused because New Year's resolutions are usually about doing something as a pattern, not like, <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. A New, Year, a New Year's resolution can be like, I'm finally going to paint the guest room. Mm-hmm, true. So maybe she, I don't know. Has a and they don't look like the usual, like, boring, you know, like, they, they seem like the, the interesting, normal people. So they maybe the casting will be a little bit more interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, well, anyway, speaking of we'll see, (laughs) that brings us to our Instagram. Yep. Nameless best friends. And honestly, saddle up cowgirls and cowboys and cow everybody in between because we got a really fun week coming up. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of editing to do, but we have a lot of fun fun stuff coming up that Mm -hmm. isn't just the Hallmark stuff. But in case you don't listen to the trailer that we're going to put out, we will be keeping on doing Hallmark stuff, even though Countdown to Christmas is over. Mm-hmm. And never fear. It's just because <laughs> this absolute marathon is coming to a close. Yes. The insanity is not. So yes. <laughs> don't worry. All right. Well, that's all for now. Bye-bye. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Say hi to everybody. <laughs>